In Canada, one woman is killed in a violent act every other day. The spike in domestic violence that began during the pandemic is still on the rise. Numbers in Canada have leapt by 27 percent since 2019, and in Israel, the situation is just as critical, with 16 Israeli women already murdered this year. True to its mission, CHW is stepping up to support emergency services in Canada and Israel at this critical time. Help CHW empower victims of domestic violence by supporting the 27-hour SOS crowdfunding campaign. From August 22nd to 23rd, every dollar will be quadrupled when you donate online at chwsos.ca. Ooh, uh, definitely a big decision. And if you're rooting for Josh, you want that tee played. If you're rooting for Jackson, you don't. Jackson back and forwards, pushes the tee aside, picks it back up, pushes it aside. And uh, eventually now he is going to play it on two coming down, eight points. And that is going to give Josh the bingo back. Chat's already found it. I'll shout it out now. Pause the video if you don't want it spoiled. But here it comes. It is coming down. Wow, immediately. This man has done his studying. Last month, Josh Sokol was crowned the top Scrabble player in North America. In the clip you just heard, the commentators are dazzled as Sokol charges out of the gates, laying down, apropos of nothing, the word sequitur, using all of his tiles on his first turn, getting what's called in Scrabble a bingo. The 29-year-old Jewish Montrealer won the top spot in a $10,000 check at NASPA, a major competition held annually in Las Vegas. We call uh, trying to go for like cool words. We call that like sort of a content play. <laughs> That's what we call it. Um, you know, this whole podcast usually, is a content play, really. Yeah, you're never going to be able to play all the words. Even if I, even if I play like ten games a day, I'm never going to play all the words I know. I'm Gabe Pulver, host of The Mench Warmers, CJN's podcast about Jews and sports. I'll be filling in for Ellen Bessner today, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, August 21st, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. After Sokol won the competition, my co-host Jamie and I reached out to him to come on our show. You might be asking, is Scrabble a sport? To which I'd answer, define sport, and we'd probably get lost in some endless Talmudic argument about the nature of competition. I think it's a sport. We consider table games a sport, and we're excited to chat with Sokol about his victory in Las Vegas. And why is Montreal such a hotbed of Scrabble success? Have a listen. Beth David Hebrew School is now accepting new students. One of Toronto's most dynamic, egalitarian, conservative congregations is offering personalized Hebrew lessons, hands-on learning, exciting field trips, and small group activities, all with a hot dinner included. This is Jewish exploration that will last your children a lifetime. Classes run weekly on Monday nights from 5 to 7.15 p.m. starting September 18th. To learn more and enroll, visit BethDavid.com or email Adina, that's A-D-I-N-A, at BethDavid.com. We're joined tonight by Josh Sokol. Uh, Josh is the recent winner of the NASPA Scrabble Players Championship. Josh, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're good, Josh. You, what is what is the NASPA Scrabble Players Championship? Can you tell us about about your your recent victory? A big W, <laughs> Scrabble. Jet. Until recently, it was pretty much uh, unequivocally the biggest Scrabble tournament in North America, and winning it was just like winning the World Series, basically. 
Well, congratulations, uh, we should say. $10,000, you won. Where was the tournament held? It was in Las Vegas. Is it in a casino? Is it in a convention center? Yeah, it was in the Westgate. So what? So what's the format like at the NASPA tournament? Is it just playing all day and then, uh, like, do, do you advance with high scores or is it best record? How does it, how does that go? Yeah, it's uh, so it's nine to six every day. You play seven games. Um, so there's a lunch break in between. You play one-on-one and... Yeah, each game counts uh, as a win or a loss, or maybe a tie. Ties are really unlikely. Okay. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit now. We have the tournament about you. Where are you from? You know, uh, tell us. I we we believe we talked earlier. You are Jewish. That's part of the show. What's what was your Jewish upbringing like, vis a vis or without Scrabble? Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. I moved to Montreal when I was ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we basically just played games and I feel like word games are somewhat, somewhat like Jewish leaning of, a Oh of yeah. A, yeah. Of, of, of a thing. Scrabble, Scrabble for were, sure. I think yeah. it has always had a Jewish. A were you Jewish a games world. family? I've, yeah. Um, yeah. But Scrabble is my parents' favorite game. It became my favorite game. I've only played one game in Hebrew. I made one word and then I. I stopped playing. Do you, do you play in French? Uh, That's all. That was a, a later on question. Uh, being a Montrealer now. Yeah, when I lived at home, I played. I played in French with my dad. Or some, I've I've played online as well. It's a different game, though. I, I prefer the English right. version of the game, and there's a specific reason why. I don't need to get into it, but it's uh, well. No, get into it. What's the What's the reason why? What is it about the English game that is is interesting? Um, or, yeah, or the most compelling. I, th- I think there's, there's just a lot more like strategy and like in between in between tactics going on in French. There aren't very many short words and a ton of okay. long words because all the words are verb endings. Um, right. Basically, all the words are because there's like so many conjugations. So right. yeah, because of that, like it's really there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot more like variance. There's a lot more uh, luck in the in the French game, and it's not. It's less about like your strategic mastery of the game and more about like just knowing words. And I've never been very. Good. I mean, I'm obviously really good at knowing words, but that's never been my forte. Well, so I want to ask about that because I, I think of myself uh, as as a relatively decent Scrabble player. Like I would say, certainly I know all the two letter words, the Q words, the J's, the X's, things like that. Um, but I don't know all the threes, and I certainly don't know anything beyond that. Um, as a pro, as someone who's who's hitting the highest level, do you have do you have the Scrabble dictionary me- uh, memorized? Do you have every word at, at your command? I should. I don't. I should. Um, yeah, the best of the best very rarely make mistakes. I'm getting there. I've put a lot of work in for me. Like, But yeah, it's never been my forte. I've read that there reaches a certain level of Scrabble play where a little bit, and, and maybe this is part of the Jewish you know, aspect of it, is a little bit becomes a bit of a confidence game. Is saying like, oh, I know this is a word, or is that person trying to pull one over on me? There's a lot of sort of mental back and forth where you're daring each other to to call each other out, which is, I find the type of envelope pushing that we as a people are very good at. Yeah, uh, there there is an, in North American play there is uh, a large bluffing aspect because the uh, the price to try and call someone's word off is is a turn and a turn is worth right. a lot of points. So yeah, it's there, there is some bluffing involved and it's, it's sort of like poker in that regard. So, so how much does that strategy come into play? Because uh, I guess for me, I typically am trying to get the most points on the board as I can. 
Um, but when I see pros play, it doesn't seem like that's always the strategy. They're more focused on bingos, focused on the sort of uh, the big picture of the game. Is it a is it a mix, or do you have to know sort of when to put your tiles down and when to when to be searching searching for the elusive? No one bingo? to hold them and no one yeah. to fold them, as they would say. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I would say that if you find the highest scoring play in a position, it's often a very good play. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's sometimes also the best play. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have numbers on it, but yeah, it, there's there's a lot about there's a lot a lot of strategies like what you leave behind as well. So if you're getting like right. four four extra points for your S, you'd better just keep it for for later. Basically. And do you right. have words that you in the back of your mind are always looking for? Just like a word that you enjoy playing that, oh, I got a chance to play, you know, nut bar. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep thinking about it. Um, do you have any of those? Yeah, it's, it's, we call sort of, we call uh, trying to go for like cool words. We call that like sort of fishing for like a content play. <laughs> That's what we call it. But, um, you know, this whole podcast is usually... a content play, really. Yeah, exactly. We, we usually, um, if I'm close to something, I'll notice. Uh, but most of the time, I'm, I'm dialed into like trying to find the best play. But if I notice that I have like a J, a K, and a U and an M, I'm like, oh my god, I could play Muzjik maybe. Like, uh-huh. So yeah, <laughs> you don't get many chances to do that. Yeah. So when I'm playing online, of course, like I'll I'll often try to try to hit those words if I can because they're cool. You're never going to be able to play all the words, even if I, even if I play like ten games a day, I'm never going to play all the words I know. So and uh, sure. and yeah, let's go back to you for a second. When did you figure out that you could make money doing this? Like, when does someone go? You know, a good a good amateur like Jamie and I are drinking games, playing. We usually score in the four hundreds, which we understand is pretty decent, but. Where does that, when can you go from that? Like, when did you realize, oh, I'm, I'm one of the best there is. If you're scoring in the 400s, man, like you should, I don't know. It depends. We should be in Vegas with you. Like 400s (laughs) is really good. But um, yeah, it was probably in 2011 that I really started taking the game seriously. There was a player at the Montreal Scrabble Club who took me under his wing and was like, yeah, you seem to want to get better. Like, I'm pretty good. I can teach you what I know. And yeah, uh, that was, that was about when I started really taking it seriously. It's been a little, a little we, over 10 years. And we should mention you're, you're the second, uh, you're a repeat champion from the Montreal uh, Scrabble club. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year's winner was, was uh, Michael Fagan, who was from the, the club as well. Um, also Jewish. What, what, oh yeah. I, I, I assumed, um, <laughs> but uh, what's going on? Is it just, are you guys just the best and you're playing each other and, and you're learning from the best up in Montreal? Is there something in the water? Is it the, uh, is it the bilingualism and all the, you know, the just exposure to the double the amount of words that uh, is causing, is causing Montreal just to play the best tiles? I don't think it's like, it's any of those things. I think it's really just random. Just luck the, 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 the one, the one thing that I will say is that, like Montreal does have a heritage of like world champion, past world champions and national okay. champions. Um, so there are three players that played like ex- ex- exhaustively at the Montreal Scrabble Club that won world championships back in the day. Uh, but since then, there hasn't been like that much action at the top. But uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. It's so you guys are you guys are bringing cool. the, the Scrabble ashes back, yeah. back up to the Belle Provence. 
I think the Montreal Scrabble Club compared to the Toronto Scrabble Club, it's like it's night and day. I think the Toronto Scrabble Club wow. is way too serious. Really? Um, yeah, it's this way too serious, and it, it actually doesn't like you want to be serious in a tournament, right? The club you want to talk about what's going on in the news, like the club director Bernard Gottlieb will just the, like, he also randomly Jewish. start talking about. Yeah, is. yeah, he'll just randomly start talking about what's stuff in the news, and like he sort of does like a little a little one liner about stuff, like just midway through through everyone's games. So I think that sort of camaraderie and like chillness probably does contribute to, uh, yeah, to more competitive success. Something that makes Scrabble so fascinating to me, from a a at least from like a, a casual play perspective, and seeing as it, you know. Professionally, it's such a type of thinking that is enjoyable to do, but one you don't get to do so often in your everyday life. So it's relaxing in that way. So I think it should be relaxing, especially because it's it's a game. Like, you know, I, I am afraid to think about what like professional Monopoly tournaments are about because that that can get like too real in my life. Like, ne- you know, negotiating over property rights and dollars and here and that. But I find Scrabble very wholesome in that it is more of a, a brain yeah, exercise I think there is than a, also, a there is a lot personality, of personality one. that goes into the way you play. But yeah, I, I mostly agree with that. I also think that there's a really nice balance of skill versus luck in Scrabble. Like Monopoly is too much luck. Poker sure. is a ton of luck. Chess, there's not enough luck uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's there's sort of like, you could beat me, Gabe. You could beat me in a game of Scrabble, and that would be awesome for you. And for yeah. me, I mean, if, I, if I'm humble enough, it's like, <laughs> great, good job. But I could also just be like, what the hell just happened? Like, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's part of it. That's yeah, that's really nice. And I really hope Scrabble does like continue to grow. I think things are pointing somewhat in that direction. But right. I think the game needs a lot more exposure. People need to understand like what's so great about it. It's not just a kitchen table game. So, Josh, uh, just wanted to ask you something uh, before before we wrap up. Uh, there's been a lot of talk recently. I mean, obviously, the Barbie movie has been incredibly successful and has, has been a, a toy adaptation. There's been a lot of talk about other, I guess, Mattel properties. I, I know Scrabble's Hasbro, but um, well, know, it's within that similar family, I think. Scrabble is uh, Mattel in the rest of oh, the world other than North America, actually. Yeah. So that's an, that's another issue altogether. Huh. The, the question I had was if, if there was if there was going to be, and I guess at some point there will be a Scrabble movie. Uh, what is something that you would want it to focus on or or touch on <laughs> as a theme? It, do you have? It, it, is there <laughs> who's going to play the letter E? Honestly, there are so many characters in Scrabble that I think documentaries would be the okay. way to go for like the tournament scene to be seen, but for a movie or maybe for like a, a Queen's Gambit type thing. Um, I think there's <laughs> just, a lot just of what should go on there. in the Scrabble movie. But I think a documentary is a good, a good way to answer that. And I think that would be a, a really fascinating thing to see. Um, so Josh, I want to say thanks a lot for, for joining us and uh, we wish you continued success. We'll, we'll make sure to have your, uh, your, your links to your Twitch and uh, any other uh, content up on the show notes. Uh, but thanks again for joining us and, and good luck in your future, in your future scrabbling endeavors. Hey, thanks a lot, James. Appreciate you guys having me on.
to hear the full conversation, subscribe to Menchwarmers wherever you get your podcasts or visit the cjn.ca slash Menchwarmers. That's M-E-N-S-C-H-W-A-R-M-E-R-S. Menchwarmers. That's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Thanks for listening. Thank you.